0: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Come and get some on a Wednesday morning. It's Russell and Menhurst, 9 to noon, right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Matt Essig is on the other side of the glass Ready to take your calls. Matt didn't wear a hat today. Matt not wearing a hat is kind of like me as a kid not wearing a hat. Because Matt you, wears a hat every day.
2: Or you not wearing a snow hat right now.
1: Well, it's because I left it on the front seat of my car. <laughs> I, t- I took it off while I was driving down the road because the heat of my car is pretty good. So I actually took it off about 10 minutes into the ride. There you so go. When That's I so was-
2: funny because I kept mine on. During the entire ride, even though I have heat and it works well, and I had to turn off the heat, but then I took my snow hat off mm-hmm. and put it on my passenger side front seat as I got to the building.
1: Dude. Because I said,
2: yeah, you know.
1: What were we talking about with Ross Tucker the other day? Uh, McDonald's, right? The great breakfast at McDonald's. Uh huh. When got a sausage McMuffin this morning. That a boy. Okay. So as I'm, as I'm, as I'm, I'd already placed my order mm-hmm. and I look over to my left. Lady in a sweet, and I do mean sweet. BMW, mm. white BMW, sweet looks. It looks brand new. Okay, what does she do? She runs into the back of a sweet Audi SUV. Oh, in the drive-through man. line. What the hell are you doing? Oh no! So she runs into the back of this
2: SUV. Wait, so uh, this is behind you?
1: This is beside me. Dual drive-through oh, oh, line. Oh,
2: I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Guerrero, so you, so Joe, you see it because they're in the pa- All right. They're in I the
1: left you. lane, Guerrero's in the right lane. Uh-huh. Okay? And I was in the right lane this morning because this lady runs into this kid's driving a kid by the way. Kid, I think it he looked like a high school kid, he's probably going to Wise. He's getting getting them some breakfast before school. They brought a big bag out. Probably got pancakes, probably got hotcakes and sausage. That's probably what he got. Mm. So, she runs into the back of him. She's got that look on this on a, on her face like, "Son, please don't call your parents right now." Now it was a you know little tiny boom. It wasn't like a I'm going to run right into the back. Here. Right, you know they kind of looked at it, and I was looking over from the other lane. It kind of went bygones be bygones. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's you know any damage or anything like that. So, you know bygones be bygones. Well, uh, meanwhile my order's already been taken and stored, right? So I'm you know I move up ahead of the speaker on my side. and I'm you know following the car in front of me because our orders were stored because mm-hmm. we weren't running into the back of each other in our line. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold. She tries to cut in front of me, and I'm yelling through my car. I'm like, that's not how this works. My order was stored three minutes ago. You stay right there. Don't be a donk. That's right. She was trying to be a donk because it screws the computer up for the people taking the order. So, like, when they would have, they would have said to her, they would, have, she, they would have said to her, did you get the sausage McMuffin and large Coke? She would have went, no, because she didn't follow the protocol properly in the drive-thru line. Right. Because so, you're
2: supposed to alternate. That, no. Right? Or It's
1: whoever's order gets stored first, which is why if you go to Chick-fil-A. But how are you
2: supposed to know?
1: Because you can observe. You can tell that you, that, that person was still back in the speaker I mean, after your order's done. I mean, she's driving into
2: people. That's a great
1: point. She's not paying attention. I mean, do you attention. think she's
2: really paying attention about what your sauce is? Freaking McMuffin?
1: Obviously not. Not focused. But if I'm driving a beautiful white BMW like that car was... I sure as hell would be looking at everything around me to make sure nobody runs into me, let alone me running into somebody um, else.
2: I mean, it's pretty clear that she was well, not just going out to breakfast, but she was out to lunch. She was very much out. That's a great. And, that's and a you great said she zing. was. Y- you said she was young.
1: Uh, I would, Youngish, I would say mid twenties. No, no, the kid was in his teens. That in the Audi, right, right. But the this lady, the one that
2: was causing all the chaos.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little conservatively and say upper thirties to low forties.
2: Okay. okay. But she wasn't paying attention. So she was in Cougarville.
1: Couldn't have, could not have been paying attention. <laughs> That's right. She was thinking about whether some young strapping buck was in that Audi. So she's like, I'm going to run into the back of him. I'm going to make him get out of his car. And maybe that young strapping buck will you know, want to come date me at some point. We maybe can, maybe he'll have, want to meet me at McDonald's for coffee tomorrow. We can have a sausage McMuffin together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it was just it's it's – I'm always fascinated by people that do dumb things like that and don't know how the protocol works. But the fact that you had two vehicles that were probably both upwards of seventy thousand dollars minimum each, and she like runs into the back of him in the drive-through line. I mean, that's that's darn near impossible if you're if you're you're just not paying attention to what you're doing. I
2: mean, she's got to be like she's got to be sexting on her phone, right? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about that, at eight o'clock in the morning. But you know, whatever, whatever gets your groove on, you know, whatever what? gets your groove on. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, I mean, she's got to be doing something funky. Uh, you know, I mean, I get into accident uh, almost into accidents every morning, so I can't make fun of anybody because it's going to happen. The, the law of averages. I just I get so impatient driving behind trucks and people that are not paying attention and people that are just lollygagging and all. In their own little world in space, I, I just I can't handle it. So I mean, I nearly get into accidents every morning. So, the problem is, is I I don't know. I mean, I've I've never hit anybody in a drive-through. I mean, you gotta like you said, you really have to. I mean, you really have to not be paying attention, Correct. or you just have to be in McDreamland. I right. mean, you know. Either way, was your was your breakfast okay? No, yeah, it was fantastic. My breakfast was great. I bet uh, you hers wasn't. Uh, probably not. So I'll tell you a little frustrating story, right? I was I was in need of a Diet Coke this morning. Uh, just something cold. Diet soda's the best. I love it. I can't get enough of it. I'd rather drink that than eat, uh, which is crazy because uh, I love to eat too. Uh, but the GPS, I guess traffic. The way I go through Arlington normally on 50, which I pass a couple of McDonald's uh, through that are convenient. Well, one is convenient, one doesn't have a drive through, which I've never heard of. I. It's just the they have most one down mind- in
1: North they have one down in North Beach like that where it's it's part of a strip mall and they don't have a drive through.
2: Well, this isn't part of a strip mall. This is a standalone like in a very busy like area like is right there on room 50- for
1: a drive through. Yeah, it? yeah,
2: it's right next to a car dealership. Mm. I mean, it's just weird. Uh, but then the next one, maybe about a mile up, has a drive through and it's very quick, very efficient, very convenient. What have you? I didn't want food. I wasn't hungry. I just wanted a diet coke, and my GPS. As I'm approaching on 66, the 495 split sends me. Uh, it sends me the way. It 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 it'll, it keeps me on the beltway instead of getting off on 50. So it wanted me to go the back way across the uh, Woodrow Wilson Bridge and through Maryland and to come in uh, basically the way you come in. Um, what's that new bridge by Nats Park? Uh,
1: Douglas Bridge. Yeah,
2: that. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, by the way, I got to say, I mean, there was some traffic on 295. Whatever they've done in the surrounding area, I guess it's Suitland Parkway and approaching Nationals Park, from the last time that I had to do that, I was like, why are they sending me this way? There's always bumper-to-bumper traffic nonstop. Everybody's always jacked up. It takes forever. There was nothing there. I cruised. I mean, I... Little traffic on 295, fine, whatever, cruised. So, thankfully, I got through that. But because of that, I bypassed or I missed the McDonald's. So, mm-hmm. I didn't get the Diet Coke. So, uh, I am loaded up on coffee. Uh, I do have a little crystal light. We're ready to go. We're ready to do the show. Yeah,
1: Maddie, and- Maddie's saying that apparently a transformer exploded over in Arlington this morning.
2: Oh, that's not good.
1: Yeah, so, uh, some folks in Arlington may not have any power right now. Oh, yeah. That's not good. No, definitely
2: not. Did that affect anything by you?
1: It did not. I'm lucky. I'm over in East by East Falls Church. Okay, so I'm just outside of the area. But yeah,
2: a lot of area over in the courthouse area of Arlington mm. is blackout right now. So if you're in that area, try and be safe. Yeah, absolutely. And also tomorrow morning, just as an FYI, expected to be some sort of wintry precipitation mix. Obviously, that's never a good thing when it comes to any kind of commute uh, of any sort. Um again, just be careful. If you cannot drive in <clears throat> to the studio, uh if you could, if you don't have to drive, <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> if you don't have to drive into work, don't drive into work. Take the day off, go work from home, do whatever you gotta do. Uh, just be careful out there. All right, let's start with this. You may have heard of uh what's his name? Uh, Alex Ovechkin. I, I, Pete, I, I missed the first period of the game last night. I was busy. You missed uh, the game then. Well, well, no.
1: I was watching it in between races. And, I mean, dude, he came out. He set the tone right. for Washington. And, look, that first of all, let's look at Global View for a minute. Playing their best hockey of the season right now. Mm-hmm. And, A. Five wins in a row. A. Obviously, you know, his empty net antics of late. And then, of course, last night he took command of the game right away. Took
2: command!
1: Charlie Lindgren taking command between the pipes. Take command! For Washington. I hear
2: that's a good podcast with Logan Paulson and Craig Hoffman. On
1: Odyssey. I'm sure I'll take your word for it.
2: I I mean, I've listened to it. It's Um,
1: good. And then you have a situation where, you know, we've talked often about the role players on that team. And we're going to be able, we're going to allow you to expand on this Capitals fan. Tell your friends anything but commanders in our Wednesday, nine 20 segment as always, Uh by the way, Santana Moss is going to join us at 10 mm-hmm. o'clock and touchdown at 10. So we'll dive right hard into the commanders and giants with Santana coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, as he joins us on behalf of FanDuel uh, this morning. But, you know, Kevin was talking about it in the, the last couple of segments of his show. Uh, If you if you've been listening this morning and there was a time where a lot of people would fight you as to whether you could have a hockey player in the discussion for the greatest D.C. athlete ever. Not only now can you not fight people on that, but Alexander Ovechkin, despite all of the great basketball stars and certainly the great football stars and soccer stars. And, you know, baseball stars that we've had over the years. And certainly Frank Howard would qualify from that standpoint. Certainly in, in recent history, you know, because guys like Harper, guys like Soto have left here. You wouldn't necessarily consider them as part of the discussion now. But there's no question. And Chris Lingbach, our colleague, brought this up last night. And and I'm starting to lean his way about the fact that maybe even it's not even debatable now. Yeah, you got NBA legends like Elgin Baylor, Hall of Famers that are still in that discussion. Thought G from the shop brought up a great one. If you include college athletes, Patrick Ewing and what he did at Georgetown in that time would certainly merit a a discussion from a committee. But there's no doubt right now that number eight is putting it. I mean, this guy is going to potentially—God bless him—that he stays healthy because the pandemic, an injury, and a lockout have cost him roughly at least eighty games, mm-hmm. maybe forty goals, conservatively in that time. Or he'd be much further along in this chase had he not missed that time. But, Chris, I don't think it's—I I, don't—it's no longer impossible uh, to to argue that Alexander Ovechkin isn't the greatest athlete in D.C. sports history now. He's produced a Stanley Cup, and his numbers, when this thing is all over with, could indeed leave him as the greatest goal scorer in the history of his sport. It's it's really now a significant discussion. You cannot have a Mount Rushmore of D.C. sports without him being on it. And I say Mount Rushmore as we're only considering four. Right. And I don't care how low the number is. Alexander Ovechkin now is not only in that discussion, but may well indeed be the person.
2: In terms of modern-day athletes, modern-day meaning not the last 10 years, last 25-ish years, somewhere in that range, modern-day, 30 years, what have you. I mean, mean I
1: think you can go further who, back than who, that, but who, I mean, just just even if you just consider the time hockey has been in D.C. Right. from the 74-75 season on.
2: Right, so 46. Seven years? Roughly. 48 years, whatever it is. Um, I mean, clearly Ovechkin is on the Mount Rushmore. There's no doubt. The question is, is whether he's number one, whether he's standalone. Does he eclipse John Riggins? Does he eclipse Daryl Green? Is he bigger, better, badder than Patrick Ewing was at Georgetown? Um, and And here's my answer to all of that. The only guy in my mind Again, modern era. Let's just put it that way. You want to go 30, 40 years, whatever? Because the three Super Bowls were won by three different quarterbacks, not one legacy quarterback. Mm -hmm. Because John Riggins wasn't here his entire career. Because Patrick Ewing played in Washington, D.C. for Georgetown for four years and not for 14 years, you know, in an NBA career. Because you know Gilbert Arenas decided to play with guns because Michael Jordan was obviously washed up when he got or not washed up but a, a way different Michael Jordan when he got here because there's nobody that even approaches him in hockey because Bryce Harper chose not to stay here for whatever reason because Max Scherzer was only here for 7 years because i you get my point there's nobody in my opinion other than other than in terms of legacy In terms of winning, in terms of longevity, in terms of impact, in terms of unbelievable freak athletic skill. There's nobody that I can think of in a major sport, again, that had checked all of those boxes other than Daryl Green. Am I missing anybody besides Alex Ovechkin? And you could argue, too. Am I missing anybody right off on the surface? Because there's nobody wizards, right? I mean, we... No, because...
1: because Look what what's the two things Daryl and Alex have in common? Stayed with the same team yeah. their entire career and right. won championships. Right, one championship.
2: And 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 that's to to me it's got to be everything. It can't just be two or three years of dominance. It can't be now
1: if we if we include athletes from DC. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a different discussion. Yeah, I don't want to do that. That's a different discussion. But when you're talking about athletes that played. For a DC sports team, I mean, you could argue it's not even close, Chris, because right. because Daryl couldn't necessarily affect the game in as many ways as Alexander Ovechkin has the opportunity to do so for the capitals. And that's why, to me, that's why to me, it, it almost makes it a no-brainer when we have this discussion. and his longevity his ability because of his style of play to stay healthy. This isn't a guy that just kind of, you know, lingers around the blue line and kind of hangs out and waits to poach on pucks and long passes from others. No, this is a guy that goes affects the game as a physical
2: player. Well,
1: you did, know, throws his body around.
2: But he's had to learn how to kind of as you get older, you got to Yes,
1: you've got to maintain yourself a little bit better. Um look, having a guy like Tom Wilson out there helps them uh, you know, giving them a for a power forward who can have that physical nature yeah. alongside him here of late, and that's allowed maybe
2: Ovi to yes. pick his spots. Of course, Willie hasn't been around you know this since year. the no, but game I mean, one of the playoffs. You but know what I'm y- saying y- your greater point, absolutely. I mean, well, it's, it's also allowed matu- Ov to kind of pick and choose his spots. It's also to- a maturity thing, right? I, I mean, he's he's no longer just. 25 and just a, a, a bull in a china shop. Mm-hmm. He knows, like you said, how to take care of his body. That, the most amazing thing about Alex Ovechkin, knock on, I do this all, seemingly every day, knock on whatever the cr- hell this counter is. For Micah. For Micah, whatever, is he stayed healthy. Like I was. I was talking to Tyler this morning, right? Now, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, Ovi with goal number 800, and he was, you know, wow, wow, wow. And his mom was in the background – and she's like, Chris, I told you he was going to beat Gretzky one day. Oh, slow down. He hasn't beaten Gretzky yet. He hasn't even toppled Cordy Howe. That could come as early as tomorrow night against the Dallas Stars on 106.7 The Fan at Capital One Arena. So, I mean, obviously, if you can get a ticket, that would be a good game to get a ticket to. Selfishly, I'm holding out. I'm hoping he holds out until next Friday against the Winnipeg Jets when Tyler and I are in attendance. Okay? but when is that Friday? Next Friday.
1: Oh, dude, you're asking Ovechkin to go I a long know. time without scoring. I a goal. know,
2: I know, but he's been on such a, a heater of late. <laughs> mm-hmm. He can take a couple of games to teams.
1: Teams playing well though, and that's why he can take. That's the other. He thing.
2: can take a couple of games to cool off. No, because we need them to win games. I, I understand, <laughs> but you know, selfishly, I said. Oh f- yeah, sure. Fully admit, sure. selfishly, but the fact that Maybe he is Nick Dowd healthy,
1: and Garnet Hathaway can go on a heater.
2: Yeah, I think Alex Ovechkin has. I I I could. I'm sure I'm wrong on this. I I think. The number of games he's been he's missed via suspension, or you know that weird wonky NHL All Star break thing, might be pretty close to the amount of games he's missed due to injury. I don't know if I have a way to calculate that, meaning to separate the two, I would have to do some hardcore research. Uh, I don't know if anybody has that number, but I'd be willing to bet it's somewhat close in the same neighborhood games that he's missed due to suspension or whatever weird, wacky, wonky reason mm-hmm. versus injury. And that is the thing. Like you have to be great to be Alex Ovechkin to score eight hundred goals, to be on the precipice of toppling, uh top topping to, toppling, top, topping, topping. Topping. Or top it depends on how Good you're point. using the word. Good point. You have to be obviously great to to do that and to score 800 goals. Nobody would question that. But to do it, and you mentioned the lockout year, 20, uh, that cost him his rookie year. You mentioned um, the, the, the other year was at 2013, which was a 48-game season. Uh, don't forget there were two years where Alex – I think he had, like, 31 goals one year and, like, maybe less than 30 another year. And there were some serious questions about whether Alex was ever going to be a premier goal scorer again. Uh, There were a lot of, like, wink-wink, nod-nods that he was partying too hard, you know, that he was enjoying bachelor lifestyle. Well, all of a sudden he woke up. And you know who started the turnaround? And everybody hates him and everybody laughs and scoffs. It started with Adam Oates. I'm not saying Adam Oates turned around Alex Ovechkin. I'm saying Alex Ovechkin's second part of dominance Mm -hmm. did start with Adam Oates. Now, Barry Trotz continued that and also turned Alex Ovechkin into a two-way player. And Alex has obviously gone on to a a second wave of brilliance. But my point being is you got to be great to score 800. We all know that. Super ta- talented, around the puck, great shot, knack for all, all of the superlatives. But you got to stay healthy. You, what do I talk about with quarterbacks all the time? What do I talk about with football players all the time? Durability, uh, availability is your, is, is your greatest asset. W- whatever the adage Being is. available for your team. Absolutely. And Alex has always, knock on for Micah, been available for his team.
1: 301-230-0980, anything but commanders in the next segment, is always, on Wednesday. And what better person to talk about than Alexander Ovechkin? Top of the hour, Santana Moss on Washington, taking on the New York Giants in a big game coming up this week. Plus, we'll get you up to date on all the injury news and notes. Uh, guys that may or may not be playing coming up this weekend uh, for the commanders against the Giants. As uh, Washington has a chance to obviously take care of its own business. They're in control of their fate as they get set for the Giants this week, and down the stretch with some uh, key games as well. Plus, another quarterback injury that will affect uh, the league and certainly the offseason as well going forward. Almost makes you wonder if it's not going to make a big organizational change coming up in one city as well. All that and more. It's Russell and Medhurst. It's a Wednesday show. We're here until noon. Your chance. Anything but commanders. 301-230-0980. As always, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
0: You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
4: Two more two more.
0: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Not many games make Pedro pay for tickets anymore, but there is one tonight because there's not many nights when two of my favorite basketball coaches, not named Ed DeCellis, get together. And that would be Kevin Willard and my
2: guy, Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin is in my town! I know, Medhurst. I knew it when I was listening to Naki this morning. I said, oh, man, he's going to be out of control. Mick Cronin, his Mick guy. Cronin is in my town. Wait, you mean you're not going out to dinner with Cronin? No, no, I would never. You're either. not having him over at the Medhurst Mansion? No,
1: but if Mick wanted to come over, I'd, I'd entertain him on the front porch. You maybe.
2: haven't ordered him an apple pie from Shirley Joyce? Nope, not yet. Drop look, it off at Xfinity Center look, at 845?
1: Willard and Cronin are my fellow bald brothers, so we're in this together. And I can't wait for tonight. Again, not many, not many games make me want to go buy tickets, but I had to for me and Ryan tonight, so we could go watch this game. Oh, so you, so you are definitely going. I thought oh, that yeah, was no, a bit no, okay. No, I'm, I'm definitely boy. going.
2: All right, Ryan. Good, I, good Ryan job gets by
1: you. Ryan gets off work seven o'clock. Games at nine. Look at Pete Medhurst. So two nights this week. Two. So we're out amongst the people. You know, I got the affirmative from you know the boss lady. So. You know, tot- how about that? But it's great. I mean, look, for Ryan, it's great because Ryan, you know, being a coach, he gets to go see two masters at work Uh and, you know, we get to watch a really good basketball game uh coming up tonight. So I can't That's wait. Great. I That's- can't wait. I'm a, unab- I've always been an unabashed Kevin Willard and Mick Cronin fan uh, I- of both guys. So I'm, I'm fired up to go watch this. I game was tonight.
2: disappointed when I saw the start time nine o'clock cause Wednesday night especially with OV on the precipice of – I was planning on going to bed a little bit earlier last night to get a try and get a decent night's mm-hmm. sleep it did not work because I we, you know I was working preparing for the show doing podcast stuff OV scores 800 I'm like okay I cannot I, th- 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 there was still like 12 and a half minutes left to go in the game I couldn't leave and see him tie Gordie Howe, right? Or not see him tie Gordie Howe. So I said, I got to stay up for the game. Well, then you stay up for the game. Then ESPN and the Capitals, Sergey, um, whoever made the decision, whoever granted the access, and I assume it was Sergey and the Capitals uh, in conjunction with ESPN. So I'll thank them both. My freaking goodness gra- gracious, whatever. Was that awesome to be able to see Alex Ovechkin walk into the locker room and the guys going nuts, spraying beer all over them. Uh, You know, the, the thing that they put uh, – w- w- I don't know what it is that they put around uh, the guys' necks, it's like a, a weird braided like rope thing or mm-hmm. whatever it is, and then the thing that they do with the pressure meter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that's all about. I mean, I've seen it. I don't know exactly how to describe it. But to see all that, to see his speech to his teammates – To see Laviolette, to see Kuznetsov, to see Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom come over and give him hugs, who are on the trip, not playing obviously. To see all that, the amount of access that ESPN got last night. The only thing I felt bad for was Joe B and Craig Lachlan and the NBC Sports Washington crew. Right, one hundred percent. That that was the only thing I felt bad for. Uh, That sucks. If you do that for a living, not only did you not see. You know, the, not only did you not get to call that game, but he scored a hat-trick and number 800. Now, the good news for the Capitals um, is, again, they got a lot of exposure last night. Obviously, hockey was in the spotlight last night, uh, if you will. Now, for those of us that have to wake up early, it was not a good thing because I didn't go to bed until after midnight because I was just riveted. I mean, I even watched Van Pelt's interview with Ovi, which was – You know, I mean, Ovi wasn't really excitable during that interview by any means. He was, I mean, you could clearly tell he was exhausted. Fine. Uh, But, I mean, I consumed it all. It was great. It was a great night for hockey. It was a great night for the Capitals. It was a great night for Alex Ovechkin. It was a great night for the DMV. It was A for awesome, baby. It was great. Now, tonight, here's where I'm going with this. I don't know if your boy's going to make the end of this game because I, I, I was hauling ass this morning uh, because of it, Tuesday and Wednesday nights because there's no NFL, right? If you think about it, Sunday night into Monday, Monday night into Tuesday, Thursday night into Friday, we got to stay up late and watch these games, yep. and you have a million other things going on as well. well I mean,
1: I didn't leave Rosecroft till after midnight right. last night because our last race didn't go off till almost 11.45. Right, so, so I so. shouldn't
2: complain, but I'm j- i am just—I'm not—and I'm not complaining. Just for those of you that are going to tweet me and say, argh, argh, "Complain about everything," I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I might have trouble staying up for this game, even though this is one of the few college basketball regular season games that I would ever want to watch. I'm interested in Maryland, losers of two in a row, against Tennessee in Brooklyn the other day, uh, and against Wisconsin last Wednesday night, against Mick Cronin and UCLA, and to see the atmosphere at Xfinity Center, to see if they could shoot the ball better, to see if they could rebound better, uh, to see if they could beat a good team at home when they're kind of sort of desperate. You know, I, though, I am, interested. And you know
1: what? And I, I know, look, this is great scheduling, though go play i mean obviously your league is tough as it is but you're playing tennessee and you're playing ucla outside of the league this is great yep. scheduling yep
2: because this is this is what's going to help you with your rpi as the year goes along is that specifically on willard or were these games already scheduled that i don't know
1: i i don't know uh, specifically. So I I can't I don't I don't want to attribute credit or right. discredit either
2: way. Cuz in college football a lot of times these non-traditional I mean and, and uh, look, conference yes, games I mean, are scheduled they, way they in advance. They opened up
1: they opened up with, you know, Cupcake U a couple right, times right, right. teams that Maryland should beat, right. non-power 5 teams.
2: But Tennessee and UCLA back to back is, these are is great. huge. This
1: is great to play these games. Look, Alabama just played Houston and Memphis back-to-back outside their league, and they got a win against number one. These are the games you go play, so with the committee's meeting in March, they have no reason whatsoever to leave you out. They look at your resume, and they go, wow, you played Tennessee outside your league. You played UCLA outside your league. This is absolutely – go schedule these games Mm because you know what? If you win – they actually age you a little bit even if you lose them because it helps your RPI, but if you win them – You become a slam dunk in front of the committee as long as you do the rest of your work. So props to both teams for taking the game. They don't have to take the game. Maryland and UCLA could be playing Cupcake U somewhere tonight. But they're playing this game. Credit Mick for coming across uh, the country uh, to come play this game. By the way, Capitals, we talked about how brutal their schedule's been. Eight of their last nine have been on the road. Chris, they've won six of them. Yep, And they're starting to finally rise a little bit in that Metropolitan Division. And you know what? When you want to buy a Val, you buy an O. Because you've got Ovechkin, and it started with Oshie coming back, and, of course, Dmitry Orlov back and contributing last night Absolutely. as well with for Washington. Absolutely. goal, no so, doubt about it. In he Pat had
2: watch- fashion, let's buy an O. Yeah, or, or you could buy an A-O. How about that?
1: A-O. It's going to line three. AP wants to talk about the grade eight. What's up, AP?
3: Hey, Russ. P what's going on? What's up, AP? <coughs> Sorry, hey, I'm, at, I'm at your favorite place McDonald's. Got lucky with some breakfast this morning, but uh,
2: wait, wait a second! I missed but, that. Uh, you're at, you're at where?
3: McDonald's drive-through. Oh, but what did get, you say about
2: vegetables? It. You can't get vegetables at McDonald's.
3: No, no, no! I said I'm I'm at your favorite place, McDonald's. Oh, I thought you
2: said something about vegetables. Yeah. Just guy. don't just don't run into the back of <laughs> yeah. the car in front of you. Yeah, exactly. While you're enjoying oh, your yeah, sausage yeah. McMuffin, uh, watch where you're driving.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely hands-free. I'm being safe behind the wheel. boy, But, um, man, you're talking about Joe Beninati and uh, Craig Lawson not calling the game, man. You know, those are my favorites. But, man, I, personally, for something like this, man, Doc Emmerich, man, I, w- I wish he never retired from NBC. I wish NBC never stopped doing the national games because, I mean, for me personally, especially around playoff time, nothing says playoff hockey when it's on NBC. No, but, um,
1: I I with You're hey, you, you're right, A. P. There's no doubt. At least, at least most of the time, when you didn't get Joe B., you got Emmerich, Okay, now yeah. that that's not even a consolation prize. That's like, I mean, that's national guy on equal footing with our local guy Joe B. There's no doubt about that.
3: Yeah, that's the main course. <laughs> that's definitely the main course. But um, yeah, as far as the best game, man, I, I mean, I heard you mention uh uh Adam as far as you know getting a lot out of Ovi, especially as far as scoring, but an unsung hero for me would be Dale Hunter. Like, Dale Hunter, you know, he he really put, you know, emphasis emphasis on defense, and, you know, we did see a little bit of that out of Ovi's game that year he was coached. So, you know, it it, it seems like, you know, when Aveskin finally hangs it up and, you know, God willing, most of those coaches are still alive, like, you know, every coach I feel had some type of role in getting more out of Ovi or getting – something specific out of Beveshkin. So, But definitely Dale Hunter for me as far as just getting that scrappy defensive aspect, blocking pucks. You know, I really thought, you know, um, Dale Hunter got that out of Baveshkin, But, uh, you know, the way he's trending, man, I, I think he's going to get this, this record sooner rather than later. But, you know, I, I was unfortunate myself. I was playing Call of Duty, and then my phone just kept going off. I kept getting the <laughs> alert. I'm like, man, let me turn this game on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Definitely, man. You know, veteran. He's trending. He's gonna get this sooner no rather right than later. No, no, no. doubt. Let's Thank you. so. AP me. Appreciate, appreciate
1: you. you. Coming up, more of anything but commanders. Top of the hour, we get to the commanders with Santana Moss joining us at the top of the hour with touchdown at ten. As we start to concentrate on the big one between the commanders and the Giants coming up this week. But right now, with Alexander Ovechkin getting number 800 last night, your thoughts, anything but commanders, as we do from 920 to 10 every Wednesday right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. The other details about last night, Russell's got them right here And What's Trending.
2: All right, we're brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prote- uh, Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft protection at MD Auto Theft. We start with the chirps as we were just talking about. Mick Cronin and the UCLA Bruins in town. 9 o'clock tip. You can hear it right here on the Team 980, the Odyssey app, live from Xfinity Center in College Park. Johnny Holiday, Chris Naki, and the crew beginning at 830. That's, again, right here. Maryland, losers of two in a row against UCLA. Should be a great atmosphere. Meanwhile, uh, just the opposite for the Wizards. They begin a six-game road trip tonight in Denver with a seven-game losing streak. They've actually lost 10 of 11 games uh, heading into this six-game road trip, starting against the Rich and Creamy Nuggets tonight on 106.7. The Fan and Odyssey beginning at 845, their last win Monday, November 28th, against Minnesota. And according to the wife of the now late great soccer writer Grant Wall, who passed away at the World Cup uh, over the weekend, an autopsy was performed in New York City yesterday, and he died of a slowly growing, undetected, and ascending aortic aneurysm, is what his wife wrote uh, in a letter on his website. And that's what's trending.
1: Every Wednesday at 9.20, we go Anything But Commanders for two segments. Santana Moss joins us in 10 minutes to talk Washington and the Giants on behalf of our friends at FanDuel. Got a couple of guys to come with a little. Tra- what I'm trying to say. I'll be it to be an Elmer Fudd. Yeah, this is bunch. what we we're trying to say. We've got to come some calls to get into here for the top of the hour. Lap on line one. What's up, Lap?
5: Hey, what's up, P? What, what's up, Rooster? What's going on, Lap? Hey, man. Um. Hey, man. I'm disappointed with these daggone wizards, man. Aren't I we all? I told everybody we shouldn't – we shouldn't gave Bradley Bill all that money. Then we got some young guys, uh, that kid Vernon, that dude Isaiah Todd. They're not even using them. We need to make some trades. There's some guys in the G League we might should pick up. Todd Gibson is a waste of a roster spot. He's not doing jack. I'm older than him, and I, I can play better than him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And Morris was a waste. He's not doing nothing. Um, we might have some trade value for Kuzma. We might need to make that. I'm sick of Rui being injured all the freaking time. Riley Bill's always freaking injured him all the time. And uh, I think Gafford needs to get more playing time. Um, but it's crazy, man. And West sale is not showing me anything. I mean, we got that big spark from the 10-3. and 3. Start last season. But, I mean, uh, who are we kidding, Pete? I mean, who, who are we competing with in the top ten? We might be just be heading for the lottery right now. Because we got some tough games to, tonight and coming up with this West Coast swing. I, I don't know if we can be able to turn it around. But no, I mean, it, and, and again,
1: ti- you're, you're right, Lap. Appreciate the call. Look, timing is everything, too. You know, you're heading out on a, a – we talked – Chris and I talked about this at the beginning of the season, about how many tough Eastern Conference teams were on the schedule to start the year. Now you're headed west with a seven-game losing streak and you're short-handed. You may be out of this thing before January first.
2: They've lost ten out of eleven. Yeah, you may again. Be... Their last win against a Carl Anthony Towns injured, banged well, up. Well, he got
1: banged up in the game, right? Yeah.
2: Play, right? He played way less than he yeah, would. Sure. But th- that's their only win since like. Uh well since the night uh since the night we were uh, you weren't there we uh since the night we were uh at Capital One Arena for the Sweet Night yeah again, when when Gilbert and the boys came back and they barely won that game that was an overtime game they shouldn't have won that game quite honestly
1: I mean it just it just it it's tough man for those of us that love hoops I know a it's lot of tough. injuries I mean we, we know I mean, Biel, and, like, and the thing is you, we know how hard Tommy's working yeah. and and trying to get this right and they just they just Can't get the results. Line two, Juniors in Fort Meade. What's up, Junior?
4: Good morning. Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Junior. uh, Listen, uh, first things first for anything but commanders, uh, Robert from Annapolis has called in twice this week bashing Dr. Sabah for a team that he doesn't root for, for uh, callers he doesn't know anything about. He implies that People down here are stupid or something. It just, nothing irritates me more than Robert from Annapolis. You are a douche. Please go away, you sad little man.
2: Wait, even more than me? I I mean, Robert annoys you more than I do?
4: I've never heard a man call in who does not root for anybody down in this area. Call in more often. He calls every single show just trash. I get it. I don't know what the commanders did to that man. But whatever they did, please let it go, brother. He, you you are up there in age. You've got to let it go. I mean, he's from the Here's, land of he,
2: crabs, so he's naturally crabby.
4: <laughs> I I live on River Road. I know exactly where he's from. I I know all about that area. But, man, I just the people down there. The, what is the version of male Karen? That is exactly what that douche is. Now, second, uh, the Capitals. If you take off people like... Uh, Coaches and college players from the Washington Mount Rushmore. Do you put on a, Can you put on a guy like Sugar Ray Leonard? Sure, absolutely. Because okay. he, I mean, Palmer yeah, Parks own. That, yes, yes. I think that would be one of the four greatest athletes from Washington. Um, and the last thing, the Wizards. At what point, Pete? Do you get? Is it after this road trip? Do you? And they don't come back with one or at, uh, at least a 500 record. Do you start looking at the trades for Kuzma and uh, Porzingis?
1: Way too early, man. I, I look long term. Long term, you got to figure out which one of those two dudes you want to keep. I mean, look, ideally, you would like to have a three-headed monster of Brad Kuzma and Porzingis. That's what Tommy tried to build, and unfortunately. Brad can't stay healthy right now. I mean, the basketball gods are just conspiring against him. Unless somebody wowed you, you must get great compensation back. You don't just trade a guy to trade a guy and try to shake things up. If somebody offers you overwhelming compensation that really even doesn't make sense, sure, you make a move. But those two guys, I'd keep them. I'd keep them because you can't count on
4: some other guys right now to stay healthy. You need Kuzma. You, are you going to be able to pay either one? Of, you might. Be, you're going to be able to pay one of them. I'm assuming. Are you going to be able to pay both of them? Probably not. Probably not. Right. Not along with the commitment okay, so at that some you point made. With you your, have yeah. to start looking at. Yeah. So at some point you have to look at it, and usually when these things come up, these trades come up, you're getting a better deal at earlier. Correct. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it all
1: depends. I mean, look, you've got so many teams that are all close together, in both the East and the West right now, too. Somebody may try to make a move sooner than later, and it might end up making a difference for their club. But Tommy, again, would have to make sure he gets fair compensation, if not even more, back. Al in Atlantic City, you've got the last word on anything but commanders. What's up, Al?
5: Yeah, Pete, I just want to say one of my favorite announcers, and I'm just curious, are you allowed to bet, and did you have the $99 horse last night?
1: I... I, I I am I don't have any restrictions on it, but as an announcer, I don't do it, um, so it does not cloud uh, my objectivity as an announcer. But if you had the horse I gave that paid ninety nine dollars, God bless you.
5: So you gave out the you gave out the one and the two, and I used them underneath the seven. I didn't have them to win, and I, I was just wondering if you if you had a great job on your handicapping.
1: I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Al. Um. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, squirrel finds a nut. But again, like I said, uh, I I think I think if you wager as an announcer, it clouds your objectivity as an announcer. So I try to stay away from that. Al, appreciate the call. Appreciate all of you. Another great anything but commanders segment. We'll do it again next Wednesday at nine twenty. The great Santana Moss joins us next on Touchdown at ten on the Team nine eighty and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.